Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. And they see the guys coming back. It's interesting. It all depends. The Chazanesh says that Shadochim, a lot of the Ashkachim, Shadochim, we all have people who like us and we all have detractors. Every human being in the world has detractors, has somebody who sees a funny version of you. Every human being in the world. And a lot of the Ashkach of Shadochim is who do they call? They could call this all part of Hashem's plan. Do they call the one who's like wildly into you? Or they call the one who has a negative thing to say, and that's part of the Ashkach of Shadochim. It's interesting, guys are deciding what yeshivas to go to. A Bachar yesterday was telling me that, he, that, he, that he's seen the Tano Mammon, and he, like he's decided with, that he wants to go to Imri. I want to yeah. say, I want to say that the, the success of guys, you walk in, you're going to have a lot of confused guys. A guy's going to meet Natanel, he's in Imre, and then he meets Shimmy, and he's on his way to a Fisher's, and maybe he'll learn some days here and some days there. But I want to welcome Shimmy back home. Welcome home, Shimmy. Shimmy welcome back home, Shimmy Grossman. Welcome back home, Yaakov Manila. Abiel Hesgen, welcome home. Yeah. Elio Abu, welcome home. Alicia Nick, welcome home. Whoa! <laughs> it's, in, it's interesting. There are people, and I want guys to hear this. Welcome home, Ezra Prala. When guys go to a yeshiva, a guy chooses Imre, Rev Fishers, or any yeshiva, and I'm, I want to explain the welcome home to Alicia. A guy chooses a yeshiva to go to, so there are a lot of shallow people. There are people who go learn. People have gone to learn by Rev. Guys. When they learn by him for a year, Gishmak, oh, what a nice Rebbe. He makes very nice Thursday night chills. Very Gishmak. And say, okay. They didn't try to, like, gain a new world view. They didn't try to ask themselves in a deep way, what's the man offering? What's, what's he teaching? What's he telling me? What world... The first condition, there are 48 Kenyane Atayra, the first condition is called Talmud. Talmud means to learn. It does mean, it's interesting, a Kenyan Atayra is to learn, but anybody who thinks the word Talmud is a weird word to use should say Limud. It's the wrong word. It should say Limud, to learn. That's Talmud. It's a very strange way of saying to learn. It can't mean that the first Kenyan Atari is to learn. It's not the way to say it, Talmud. Talmud, Limud. First Kenyan, Limud. Shmiya, hearing. Limud, learning. People translate Talmud, it means to learn. That's not the way to say to learn. Limud would mean the first Kenyan Atari is diligence, sit and learn. If you want the Torah, the 48 conditions, learn. Spend time learning. It might be included in Talmud. Probably is not. If you want it to, yes, be. It's just not the way to say learn. You say limud. It means to learn. Talmud means to be malleable, to be a student of. Talmud means to be willing to be a student of. There are people who it's not in their DNA. There are people, people think they have no Rebbe. I didn't find the Rebbe. No, you're not a Talmud. You're not capable of having a Rebbe. I think I didn't find, I, I used to watch in the mirror, guys go sheer to sheer to sheer. I just didn't find the Rebbe. You don't need to find the Rebbe, you need to be a Talmud. When you're a Talmud, you'll find the Rebbe. 
A Talmud is the capacity that I'm willing to be like impacted on. I'm willing to discover, to hear. To, it's very scary to be a Talmud. Very scary. You have to be very cautious. When you are a Talmud, be very cautious. Who are you going to... So that's what the Rebbe has to be a Malach. You have to be very careful because you're willing to be impacted. You're willing to be impacted to hear. Very scary. A Rebbe says new worlds, new ideas. I have tremendous nachas for my children that they were willing, they're Talmudim, and they were willing, they had a Kenyan Torah called Talmud. It takes a lot of courage to be willing to hear a new world and to be open when you says things. Maishi and I were schmoozing a long time last night. A, a new ideas, what it, what it means, a Rebbe like shatters ideas and worldviews and changes you and things that are very out of your comfort zone. Very like my children's Rebbe, Re, my children's Rebbe has changed my life. And the things that are way out of my comfort zone, way out, and it's changing, change, changing. I'm trying. It's like, it's very scary. You have a certain way you perceive life and a certain way you live. It's very, very scary and very, very exciting. Very exciting. And then you see a new world, a, a deeper world, but you're open to see that. Uh, in the, now people go learn by saying, I learn by Gishmak, you enjoy all his chills. I hear, I, it's good also, that's good also. There's nothing wrong with that, it's Gishmak. But there's, some, there's the possibility in, in learning Torah, being a Talmud. What I want guys to go to yeshivas is to find Rebbeim like that, that you can hear like hear what they're saying, what they're teaching, what they, hear the Torah in such a manner, what the Torah is teaching us, what, what it's introducing to us. There are people who learn so cautiously and only with their own like preconceived things and don't let go of that. They're not a Talmud. You can't start learning. To, the word in English I use, it's the best word I can come up with. I would translate Talmud as malleable. The willingness to be molded, the willingness to be changed, the willingness to, go, to discover. It's a, it's a courage to be malleable. It's a courage if you just... <laughs> it's very, very scary to let go like that. You have to have a certain confidence. You have to have a certain belief in, in what you're making yourself malleable to. It takes their requirements. And we decide where we put ourselves. When you're a Talmud, you're vulnerable. You're willing to be impacted. So that's why it says the Rebbe has to be, has to be similar to a Malach. You have to choose the Rebbe. Now go to any shear you put in, by the way, and be polite. Be polite, say Rebbe, Rebbe, but then find the Rebbe wherever you are. I ask guys to go places and absorb a Torah and absorb Yeshiva. I welcome Elisha Yaniv back home. How are you welcoming back home? You didn't learn here before. It's not a joke. It's not like cute. Tell a Bacher, welcome home. You're saying something. So you're welcome home. I was never here before. I feel there are guys who come to Sulam in, in a week that are, big, that are more Talmidim of the yeshiva than maybe another guy was in the yeshiva four years. They're coming to absorb something, to see what's there. People can, the Gemara speaks about a Barbe Rav Dechad Yoyma, somebody who went to yeshiva for one day and absorbed something and learned something and incorporated something in their life. I met a Yid who has children. He's a serious Talmud Chacham. Told me I'm a Talmud of your father. He's an older Yid, a Talmud Chacham Muflid. The Talmud of my father. He said, I learned by your father one day. He said, Tishaba, my father used to give a six hour shear. Tishaba, the afternoon. Amasechtas Tainas. Amasechtas Moikotan. 
the sugyas of Avelos, and for six hours I learned by your father that made an impact on my life. I met like a bar bay rab, the chad yoyim, and one day my father could have had Talmidim or Bayim for a year or two or three. Maybe this guy was impacted more. He soaked something up. He absorbed something. There was something. He was looking for something. I have told their guys who said, I want to come to yeshiva. A guy, a guy came, he came for three days in Sulam, and, and he absorbed something. The, the yeshiva is about something. From who? From the same place I absorb from, from the guys, of course. You can absorb all different things if you're coming to absorb, if you're interested in absorbing, if that's what you're looking for. Whatever yeshiva you go to, find the Rebbe who can rock your world. You have to trust him. And if you don't trust him, don't learn by him. Don't, don't. He has to be doyma l'malach Hashem tzvakos. Not everybody, it doesn't say asay l'cha Talmud. doesn't say make yourself Talmudim. You find somebody who you, you feel has something, then you, you tap into that base medrash. You tap in and you see what's there and experience it. Find out what's there. So I want to say that the, the, the banding of Elisha in, 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 in um, Sulam makes it that it's no joke to say, welcome home, it's passion. It's like he didn't even flinch. Of course, of course, he understood what I meant, welcome home. But I want to really welcome all the guys. It's a, it's a pleasure the guys are back. I want to share a Rashi with the Hever before we learn Hilcha Shabbos. There's a Rashi that intrigues me a lot. I want to get more sophisticated. I want us to grow up. I want to get, today we're going to mature a little bit. It says, Vayikrel Maisha. God calls to Maisha. Vayadabra Shem Elov. Now it's a double Lushen. It's redundant. Shem calls to Maisha and speaks to him. And obviously he calls to him and he speaks to him. The same thing. What does it mean he calls to him and what does it mean he speaks to him? So Chazal bothered by the Kasha. What it means to call to Maisha and speak to Maisha. Says Rashi, Before Hashem ever spoke, a deeper is Kasha, is tough. Before Hashem ever got tough with Maisha Rabbeinu, Amiris, Amiris is soft. Before Hashem spoke tough with Maisha or soft with Maisha, before any command. God, when he spoke to Maisha, did all different things. He reprimanded Maisha. When it says he reprimanded Maisha and the Torah is only once, and here it says Debrais, plural, only once in the Torah did God reprimand Maisha. It's Pasha to me, it means Maisha represents as the Shliach of Klal Yisrael. So when Hashem spoke to Maisha tough, doesn't always mean a personal attack to Maisha. It means Maisha as the leader of Klal Yisrael. So Hashem spoke tough to him numerous times, criticizing Klal Yisrael's mistakes. That's a deeper. L'chol many times Hashem spoke softly. And l'chol and Hashem gave many commands. In the Torah, Hashem came all different ways to Maisha Rabbeinu. And before every single one, Kadma Kriya, there was a Kriya first. Whatever Hashem said to Maisha, before Hashem said it, there was a Kriya. What is a Kriya? Lashen Chiba, there was a language of love. The language that Malche Asharis use, as it says, Vikarazel Zevi Amar. The angels, before they greet, before they, Mekadish Hashem, they banned. We say it in Kedush every day. We say the angels, they call to each other, means they unite, and then they say, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. 
Bereiv am hadras melech. To ever glorify the king, you need a unified group. There's a tremendous cover to the king that he has an am, he has a whole nation. And the Malchei Asharis, before they say praises of Hashem, they first unite. They unite by saying nice things to each other. I have, a, I have this hakpad, if I'm by a minion, I need to greet people first. You know, you ever go on the road, you, have like, you make a minion on the road. They used to have it in, on the way to upstate. Maish, what's the name of the area? My mind forgets it. That rest stop on the way to upstate. The Mir almost built the yeshiva there. What, what, Hever, what's the name of that famous rest stop? Where they have the minion? Yeah. What's the name, Hever? Then on the way upstate New York, you're going to Raymimu Rayim. Slotsburg. Slotsburg, bless Slotsburg, there was going to be Yeshiva of Slotsburg. They almost made the Mir, Reb Finker was going to make a Yeshiva there. Reb Zelig-Epstein told them not to, and he desisted. Reb Zelig-Epstein told the Mir not to do it, but Reb Nassif, that was reported. Lemaisa, that's Slotsburg, very good. We called Slotsburg. If the Mir would have been there, would have been Slotsburg or something. But they were going to make a Yeshiva there, right there in Slotsburg, on the way to upstate New York. The bottom line is that sometimes there's a minion factor. Whenever you're driving upstate in the summer, you go there, you get minyanim. So to me, I'm makbid before you do a minion that we're first. A minion means we're a kehillah. The karazel zevi yamar. Before you say kaddish, kaddish, alash and kriya. Kriya is chibah. Ah, oh, shalom aleich, meet each other, play a little Jewish geography. Takpadamon. You know, you start praying. What, first, we have to be a tzibur. We're an am, we're a unified yeah, hug all around, you schmack, we're a tzibur, then you pray. Till you give a don't you get a minya, minya. Shalom Aleichem, hug, schmooze, Yankee fan, Met fan, no, uh, injury, say the, let, let's bond a little bit. The karazel zel, lashin kriya, lashin chiba. The angels, the malchei asharis, before they say kaddish, 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 they bond. In tremendous unity, there's a sense, the whole Bria is saying, Kaddish, Kaddish, Bereiv Am Hadras Melech. A larger nation is the glory of the king. I'm not just coming alone, everybody knows. Karazel Zevi Amar, the Bria as a whole unites and bands and says, Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish. So Karazel Zev means they call to each other, they band. Allah and Chiba. So you see that Kri is a Lashen of Chiba. So says Rashi, Vayikrel Maisha means Hashem said a language of love, and then Hashem spoke to him. And Hashem always, before he spoke to Maisha Rabbeinu, always Hashem first said a Lushan of Chiba, said some expression of love to Maisha Rabbeinu, and then Hashem spoke. Very interesting. Hashem never just started speaking to Maisha Rabbeinu, no matter what he was saying. Whether it was a Deber, an Amira, a Tzivui, any type of conversation, God first expressed love of Maish Rabbeinu, and from that place of love, God then spoke to Maisha. What is this? So I said, it's time to get mature. What is this? What are, the first thing is, what is the Lashen of Chiba? It's very mysterious. God said a language of love to Maisha Rabbeinu always before he spoke to him. So the first thing I'd want to know, it doesn't say what the language of love is, that the Mizrahi says he said his name. 
the most love you can give a person is say their name. The Mizrahi said Hashem would say Moshe. Vayikrel Moshe, he called to Moshe, means he said Moshe. It's very gishmak because it doesn't say what the Kriya is. So then it's, the, the Pasuk's like, you came lefarish v'nim sasasum, like you didn't teach me anything. What is the Lashon Chiba? <laughs> if Maisha is the Lashon Chiba, Vayikrel Maisha, he called to Maisha, the deepest calling to Maisha, which is what? Maisha. The deepest calling to Maisha is Maisha, to say the name. God saying somebody's name is a profound validation. It means I see you, I notice you. It means you're eternal. You know, we get used to these words, God says your name. You know, we talk about names in the Torah. Names in the Torah means you're forever. You're in the Torah. When forever says your name, you are forever. God says your, God says your name. The, the most important question in humanity is, can we really connect to the eternal one? Can a person have shaykhaz to Hashem? God saying somebody's name is like, is an overwhelming, you can, you can pass out. If you would, if Akiva Balsam does, does Shabbos with us meditations, you can faint to the thought of Hashem saying your name. Hashem saying the name, eternal, eternity, your name, for, for eternity. Hashem said, Moshe. That's what Hashem, he gave him his name. That it's a huge zach. It's, there's, there's big in Yanim to live up to your name. Hashem calling your name means you are your name. Svarim bring that after 120, we're going to forget our name. There's a struggle. Was, it, was I Daniel? Was I Pinchas? Was I Daniel Pinchas? It's a big zach. God says your name. Moshe. Means you're Maisha Taka, you've lived up to it. He looks at you and says, Maisha, did I, did I, did I attain Maisha? Did I get lost along the way to Maisha? But Hashem says, Maisha, a tremendous, tremendous validation to hear your name. People love hearing their names. Anybody who knows about communication, when you talk to somebody, as you say their name. When you talk to somebody, say their name. It's important. The name connects us. The name connects us deeply. When you talk to somebody, say their name. It connects us powerfully and deeply. Very, very powerfully and deeply it connects us when we say somebody's name. It's a tremendous validation of a person to say their name. It brings tremendous feelings. When guys date, the first date or two, they struggle to say the girl's name. The sensitive guys. If a guy's like coarse, well, a sensitive guy. The girl will struggle to say his name. It's a very bonding experience. If you're not sensitive, you just ramble. If you're a sensitive person whose words are measured and marked, to say somebody's name is wild. It's filled to say somebody's name. You're like, you're connecting. That's their essence. Then a name, a name is not a waiter. It's, a name doesn't. This is not like table. We say this. You know, you've heard this a thousand times. You came back to hear this once more. There's not a table. Just when we say table, we picture this. There's not a table. A name is not like a waiter to know who, which guy am I talking about. So I say, a name is you. I, I said you. You said you. It's like, whoa. Wow, that's close. Wow, that's close. And, and the Mizrahi says, God calling to Maisha, Hashem said Maisha. Now before any conversation, no matter what Hashem did, he said that Lashem Chiba of his name. Maisha. Hashem said Maisha. That, that before any conversation, whether it was a Deber, whether it was an Amira, whether it was a Tzivri, Hashem said his name. 
And the question begs is why does Hashem do that? That's like so, so giving off so much love and sometimes Hashem's angry, giving commands, so many aspects of Hashem. I want to say, Yipshat, that I admit, I'm going to fully admit that I think it's deeper than what I'm saying. I'm admitting, I don't want to pretend. My friends are here, my son is here. I don't want to pretend. I'm thinking a lot about it. It's very overwhelming. That Hashem, when He spoke to Maisha, why do you do that? It's always giving off so much love, like just chizuk, it's geshma, constant chizuk. What's happening? Every conversation to Maisha is a lashon of chiba. Now, I want to I say, say something interesting, because it's very important where the Torah taught us this. Any lesson, when you, start a, when you start thinking about things, that makes me think a lot, why does Hashem even do this? A lashon of love. And any time he spoke to him, Hashem was makbid, first love, then we speak. Chiba, attachment, connection. First love, Chiba means love. Shem first said a lashon of love and then spoke. That's what God always did. Why did God do them? Get to the point. It sounds so funny. It sounds some people like very like blunt. They go around. They're very not into. Good morning. I'm very into good mornings. I'm into good mornings. Good morning. God is very like me. God does this. He has this way. So, so that seems to be why God do that. What's with the warm greeting? Maybe and you're about to say something tough. You're about to say something tough. So mecha tesi, mecha tesi. You're about to say tough. Don't. It's almost weird. Good morning. Excuse me. What you? Did? What, what are you giving the, the warm the chiba? Why the chiba before the tough? But no matter what Hashem did, Sivui, any style, Hashem first said tough. Hashem first said the lashon of love. What is that? What is that? What is that? I think there's something very deep here, and I want to share a thought that I don't, I don't, I don't suspect is the whole sugya. I don't want to close out the sugya, and it's something we all have to ask ourselves: Why did Hashem? And what's the? When I said before, we tried it, you greet people, I'll be Macabalist, call them the Savior, Panam Yafa. He says, that's the lesson here. I don't think the lesson is to say Yigishmaka good morning every time or good afternoon. I don't think that's the lesson at all. At all. At all. That's why I want to say God did like Chasashom to talk that way. I mean that I don't want to say from here is a raya to always be warm. I think there's something deeper here. And I think what's being said here that there's a lush and chiba. What, 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 what strikes me is the sense when we communicate with somebody, the sense that the relationship is untouched. People have a very childish and shallow view of their God is angry at me, he's frustrated. So the relationship is like moving a lot. Now I'm closer, now I'm further, now he's upset. Today I miss Shachris, now it's tough. Yesterday I made it, now we're close. And they're like, the, the relationship is very, is moving a lot. There's something to be said that no matter what Hashem told Maisha, no matter what Hashem, there was a Lush and Chiba, the relationship was not impacted. The relationship, 
the Avla Ben, the Lashen Cheba, which establishes the relationship, Maisha, before anything said, whether it's a Tzivui, which means you're missing that Tzivui before. See, even in a world of mitzvahs, I didn't do that mitzvah yet, and a mitzvah makes a connection. But there's a place that that connection exists even before you did the mitzvah. So whether it was before a mitzvah, so you're chaser that mitzvah. Whether it's before a deeper, a strong statement, so, you're, so you made a mistake. No matter, where the, no matter what is being expressed after, there's a Lashen Chiba before it's expressed. The Hashem saying to Maisha, that exists. That exists. On some level, that's there always. That's the Lashen Chiba before any, before any statement and conversation. I think, I, I think when we want to do Valachta Bidrachav, it's not to learn from this. To, you could say warm, good morning, so that's not, that's, not, I don't, that's not the takeaway I have from this. The takeaway is, is that the relationship exists independent of, I want to tell you something tough, something nice, something. The Avla Ben is not movable. That's at a very unhealthy relationship. He's angry now, so the Avla Ben is shaken. The Avla Ben is not touched. That's not being moved. The needle's not being moved at all. That's the Lush and Chibas, the unbreakable band of Moshe. No matter what's being taught, a mitzvah means your chaser, a mitzvah adkan. It's okay, so I didn't have such a connection. A mitzvah is another, is bro- deepening the connection. But there was a Lush and Chiba before the mitzvah was given. There was a Lush and Chiba before the Musr was given. To every Kriya beforehand, there was a Lush and Chiba. If you ask, so why is this here? And why, why is this being said here? This could have been taught by Avram Avinu. The parsha that's about to be introduced is Karbanais. Most Karbanais are brought for Chet. The Karban Eilas first is for a Machshava. It's a Machshava Ra. Then there's the Karban Eil of Yairi that's going to be spoken about. is Vaiter for Averis. And then it's going to talk about all different Karbanais that Al Pi Rav are for Averis, are for Chatan. Are for something that's that 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 separated from us the karbanas that's the main avoda that's the main avoda in the base amigdash is 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 the chatoim the is and to bridge those to bring karbanas to be mechaper for chatoim is the main avoda of the mikdash and the introduction to this whole sug is vayikral meisha before any deeper you shouldn't think oh now I've worked it out I'm back. There's a place that you were never detached. There's a lush and chiba before any deeper amira and sivui. There's a place that you're very attached that's not hasn't been moved one iota from sin. That's what I hear in the lush and chiba that exists before any type of amira. I don't want to close out, uh, um, to say I'm not closing out the sugya would be an understatement for the century. It's something going on here that needs to be thought what's being said, that there's a chiba before every deeper. It needs to be explained what it's doing here. Hashem has spoken to Maisha already before. Why that's here, introducing the sugya of Karbanas. I wanted to express this, that before the person brought his carbon, it's expressed that before every Deber, Amir, and Sivuy, there's a Lush and Chiba ready that existed before, that is there. Unmovable, independent to the Musr that's given. Independent to the Tzivuy that's given. There's a Kesher that's already exists, that's in place already, unshaken. That's the Lush and Chiba before any specific conversation goes on.
I wanted to share that Rashi and that thought with the Chevron. Is David hiding because he doesn't want me to call him to sing? Is that shut? Did I see? Is David Edel here yet? A few people are hiding, I mean. What did you say? Ah, I saw him hiding behind the stender at one point. Like, okay. Ellie Dax, right? What did you say? Ellie Dax. Ellie Dax. Ellie. Ellie Dax. Where is he? Hiding. <laughs> Where is he? He's right there. Ellie, come up, come up, Ellie. <laughs> 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 it was, Ellie, it wasn't just me. Always sound good. <laughs> by Akiva Spurn. Yaakov, you buy the chuppah, Akiva Spurn's chuppah? I felt it was the best I ever at Ellie Dax. I'm mm. not sure it could be. I was just excited. I hadn't heard you in a while. Excellent. 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 Baruch Levine told me that till 40, your voice gets better and better and better and better. So he told me. Baruch told me till 40. It could be he was 40 when he told me that. It could be today he would say till 50. <laughs> I don't know, but he told me till he told me that anybody ever heard that? Told me till forty, your voice gets better and better and better. That's what he told me. No, but I'm you pumped to hear that? Ellie when he's forty. So I'm pumped to hear Ellie when he's forty. <laughs> Nobody's twelve more years. I have a whole Shiloh, because it says Levim get five years. There's, I saw, finally, I found the Chazal, Levim get five years of music school. So I wonder, a Bachar Yeshiva told me that he can tune me. He said if I would give him the chance, he'd bring me to a, to a, to a piano, and he could teach me like how to get more on key, could tune me. So I wonder, in the five years, that we'll get five years... I don't know how it works any age you want. Typically, the Levium got trained from 20 to 25 and then served. So I don't know today, would they start you at 28 and go to 33? I don't know how it works. I probably don't know the, I'm not sure the system. If they're five years training, then may, maybe, maybe there's hope in the tunnel. I want to share in Yanni Pesach, but I'm obviously going to ask Ellie to share, first share something. I need to hear something. What song? We have guys who would play for you in a second. Shwe Shragi. Shragi Penef here. Shlaim is not here. Shlaim is not here, right? What song is good without the guitar? What do you like singing? What's something you like singing? That's a tough question. Tell me something you like singing. What song you like? He'll do, he'll do with the... Alehi Goyen. It's Alehi Goyen B'chinar. The voice together with the Kinar. Yeah, Alehi Goyen. Ali Kinar. Um, you guys tell me which one do you like? Give me a song. What songs did we sing by Akinas? Which 
That's what you did there? Yeah. What else? Yeah. Someone else. Which someone else did there? Which one do you like the best of the three? Those three. Someone else? Which one do you best? Abina Okay. Shh. I'll go there. <laughs> it's so crazy that that music is going <clears throat>
Welcome on Naftali Harowitz. I want to, sh- we've, till now, we've been learning, we've been studying Hilchas Pesach, so we started with the halacha that really comes up the earliest. Already from Purim, there are halacha is One is mechoyev, if anybody leaves yeshiva ready from Purim, one has a mitzvah to be baidik the room they leave. So I felt the first halachas that we should speak about were bedikas chametz, and we've analyzed the halachas of bedikas chametz. We've learned some halachas about bedikas chametz. As we get closer to Rosh Chodesh, Halavai, we'll be here longer. We're only here till Yom Rishon. That's coming up. So I, I want to speak a little about the Seder, just to know what's going on. I want to today, we'll get, we still owe. We started with Halacha, and then we're going to owe with them. Tomorrow we'll start with more in Yanem of Pesach. But today's still the last, another day of Halacha, to really talk a little bit about the structure of the Seder. And all of us know that we have Dalit Kaisis at the Seder. That there's four Kaisis. There's a Takanadurabanan of having Dalit Kaisis. It's connected, each Kais is connected another Lushan of Gaula. And we have a Chiyav to have four Kaisis. The Rabbanan said to do every Kais with another mitzvah of the night. They put each of the Dalit Kaisis with the mitzvah of the night. So the first kais is put with Kiddush. We have a mitzvah to be Mekadeh, Shabbos, and Yamtiv to do Kiddush. So the first of the Dalit kaisis goes with Kiddush. The second of the Dalit kaisis was put with the mitzvah derise of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We do Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim a la kais, on the kais, and, and we drink the kais with the mitzvah of Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is kais number two. Kais number three is with benching. We have the soda. After Kais number two, between Kais two and three, we have the soda. We eat the soda of the Yamtiv soda, and we're going to bench. Kais three is, is the, they put the third Kais with benching. And Kais four is with halal. Very unusual. It's the only night of the year that we say halal. The only night of very unusual hallow does not happen at night. Because a little secret, there is no night on Pesach, Laila Kiyoyim Ya'iru. Normally hallow speaks about open miracles. Hallow speaks about seeing Hashem clearly. Hallow is connected to the day. The day is clarity. The night, normally you don't say hallow at night. The Leila say there's a night of clarity. And it's a night where it's all yoim. And as such, we say halal at night. And the fourth kais is with halal. So those are the fourth kaisis that we're going to drink. And we do it together. We do it together, each kais with a mitzvah. Le'alacha. Let's say somebody, you know, comes late. Your wife is busy. Le'alacha. You if you have the four kaisis. One after another after another. We'll see. We're going to study. The Gemara talks about that. Drinking them all just back to back. Is it li'ikuva? Is it li'ikuva is a valid question. But the reality is that they put them. Chazal took these four kaisas that are a mitzvah for themselves. Kenega the Dalit l'shayness of Geula. And we, they spread out the four kais on the four mitzvahs of the night. What's very, very interesting is do you make a bracha on each of the kais? You made a on Kiddush. 
Then a little while later, you're drinking again by the second kais. So it's machleikis, the mechaber and the ramah, svarad against Ashkenaz. Ashkenazic yidn follow the ramah, and svaradim follow the mechaber. So svaradim do not make a bracha, barepri agafen on kais number two. Svardim, they made agafen by Kiddush. Why would they make another agafen? They drink kais number two, but without a barepri agafen. And they don't make a Brei Pri Agafen because they already made it by Kais 1. They do make it on Kais 3, a Brei Pri Agafen, and that's for the simple reason that they have benched. On Kais 4, they do not make Agafen. So Svardim, make a Bracha on Kais 1. Do not on Kais 2, because they already made a Bracha on Kais 1. Then Kais 3, they benched. You bench, you got to make a new brave pre agafen after benching, so they make two agafens that night. The night of Pesach, a svardishagai, a person who follows Menech Svard, will make a bracha, a pre agafen on Kais 1 and Kais 3. Zehu. He will not make a bracha on Kais 2 and 4. Ashkenazim, fascinatingly, make four bere pre agafens. Very, very interesting that we make four Brepriagafans. It seems rather odd because we made a Brepriagafan on Kais 1. Why are you doing it again on Kais 2? You made on Kais 3, which I understand why you have Agafan because after you bench, but why are you doing on Kais 4? And the Svara Brod is because each one's a mitzvah of Dalit Kaisis. Now you can ask, Brepri Agafen hardly seems like a bracha on a mitzvah, but like Lekava the mitzvah, they were misak in a separate Agafen. Very interesting what exactly that is, that svara. But since it's four mitzvahs, Tabadalit Kais, they wanted a bracha on that mitzvah. It's not a typical birchas ha mitzvah, because it's not a bracha on the mitzvah. It's a bracha Brepri Agafen. But they were misak in four brachas because of the four mitzvahs of the four kais. So Ashkenazim make four Berepri Agafens the night of Pesach, and Svaradim make one and three. Now the halacha we know is that every kais has another mitzvah called Haseba. Zecher to the Cheres, so there's a mitzvah to do Haseba, to lean. We lean when we, um, we lean to our left, we do Haseba smile. And we lean to the left while we drink the Dalit Kaisis. Now there's a sheet of the Ravya, the Mechaber Paskin straight up. The Mechaber doesn't veer that there's an absolute chiv to do Haseba today. A Svardi guy misses Haseba with any of the Dalit Kaisis, he absolutely drinks it again with Haseba. Because he broke his mitzvah of Haseba, all four cups, any Svardi home, any Svardi Seder, if you miss any of the kaisas, you forgot to do Haseba, you absolutely have to do it again. By Ashkenazim, it's not that way, and I'd like to explain this. You'll just know the Allah at your Seder and to have a clue what's happening. The Ramah says, brings a sheet of the Ravya. The Ravya says that there is no Haseba b'zman because that's not how rich people eat today. Fancy people don't lean. The purpose of leaning is kederach asherim, the way fancy people eat. Today, no fancy people leans. Says the Rav Yad, there's no chiv aseba today. The Ramah says, and this is tricky, we're machmir, Ashkenazim do aseba. But in certain cases, we rely, kedayu the Rav Yad, we go like the Ramah, there's no chiv aseba. Why would we do that? So follow this cheshben. 
If a guy misses Kais 1, then this is what we do. If a guy, let's, let's do Kais 2. If an Ashkenazic misses Kais 2, uh, Seba, the second Kais, remember the second Kais is Sipri Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and then he drinks it, he forgot to do a Seba. What the guy should do is drink another glass, uh, Seba. He should not make a bracha. Why does he not make a bracha on the new glass that he drinks? Because this, between Kais 2 and 3 is the Suda. You plan on drinking more. After Kais 2, any upstanding guy is going to have a little more yayin. He's going to have a Suda Syamtiv. Between Kais 2 and 3 is the Suda Syamtiv. So when he drinks Kais 2 on Sipir Tzias Mitzrayim, and he makes a guff in this Ashkenazic fellow, he knows he's drinking more. If he missed that Seba, simply take another Kais and lean, and drink it without a bracha, because you knew you were going to drink more. The is after kais too. You should absolutely do a seba like the chiyav, take another kais. After kais three, kais three is benching, you're not allowed to drink. Remember, you've had afi kaiman already, you're not allowed to eat and drink after kais three. We do kais four with halal, but you're not allowed to drink other things after kais three. So after kais three, if you forgot to do a save on Kais 3, you benched, you made a goffin and you forgot to lean. Mm-hmm. If you would want to do another Kais, you'd have to make another Bray Priyagafan. So you're going to have five Bray Priyagafans. It looks like you have five Kaisas. And Chazal only wanted four Kaisas. It's near a of ala Kaisa. It looks bad. So just rely on the Ravya. If we didn't paskin like the Rav Yah, if we held you weren't Yaitzah say, but tough luck, you make a fifth case. But anyway, we have studdim the Rav Yah's right, you don't need a seba bismanazah. So since the Rav Yah holds, you don't need a seba bismanazah. So if you didn't lean by case number three, you should just move weiter in your seder. Case number four as well. Kais number one, three, and four. All of them, if you forgot to do a seba, kais one, three, four, and you're Ashkenazic, go weiter in your seder. Don't repeat it. Because if you repeat it, you'll have to make a bracha. And if you make a fifth bracha, looks like five kaises, you should rely on the ravya. Kais two, where your suda is between kais two and three. So if you repeat it, you don't have to make a new bracha, so it won't look like a fifth kais, because it's not a fifth bracha. So the halacha lemaisa, everybody here can remember. Kais one, three, and four for Ashkenazim, if you forget to do a seba, move forward. Do not have another kais. Since if you have another kais, you're going to need another bracha. Do not have another kais. You hear this? Is it too confusing? Kais one, three, four. Where if you have another kais, at least you're going to have to make another bracha. So it's going to look like kaisis. So move forward. You forgot somebody at your table. This happens at many a table. Somebody forgot to say, but kais one, three, four, move weiter. Kais two, if somebody forgot to say, but what's the big deal? Take another drink of yayin. You don't need a bracha because the suda's then anyway. So you have in mind to drink more. So take another lean and just drink another kais. It won't be near a kemaisif because you have no new bracha. A very, very interesting Mishnah Brewer that always struck me as fascinating. We've discussed it in previous years. Very. After kais two? 
Because he can, so the Stam Das is I might drink more. It would be a very rare guy who like, you're asking a guy like me, I'm a shtickle allergic to Yayin. So it's not going to happen. At, it's a Suda. Even then, Simchas Yamtiv, the Stam Das by a Suda is I might drink more. So you can assume you might drink more. That's the Stam Das. Since that's the Stam Das, if you forget a Seba Kais too, take another Kais, you're good to go. One, three, four. Now, Three and four, that's for sure the halacha. Kais number one is interesting because in between, remember, Kais one is Kiddush, Kais two is, is Sipritias Mitzrayim. It says it's taiv not to drink yayin because don't become shikr. You're really me'ikr the din, you're allowed to drink then. It's taiv not to have yayin, not to be shikr. You have so many mitzvahs halayla. Before you do Sipriyas Mitzrayim, don't become shikr, so it's taiv not to drink. The Mishnah Brewer says if you want to do, you can. Let's say you're about to make Kiddush. And if you forget to do Eseba and you're Ashkenazic, you're not going to be able to do Eseba again. You'll have to rely on the Ravya. So the Mishnah Brewer says if you want, you could have in mind before Kiddush that if I forget to do Eseba, I might drink more. Have in mind that you might drink more after Kiddush. And this way, if you forget to do a seba, you'll ju- just drink more without a bracha because you had in mind to drink more. That's what the Mishnah advises. You know, we struck me as difficult, the Mishnah eight, so like the guy's going to remember to have that in mind. Like what's the Mishnah coming to Bavern? The guy's about to make Kiddush. Have in mind, I might, if you have this in mind, that I might drink more, and you're having it in mind, remember, you shouldn't drink more, but you're having it in mind in case you forget to do a seba. So you have in mind, if you want to, if you remember this and forget to do a seba, then, then you're saved. So if by kais one you had in mind, by kais three and four you can't have anything in mind because you're not allowed to drink more. By kais one, you theoretically can have in mind, I might drink more. Now, could be the Mishabru is trying to, like, affect Stamdas. Instead of saying, we have a time not to drink, but instead of, like, thinking, I'm not going to drink, maybe he wants, like, to affect the psyche of Klal Yisrael. I'm not sure the Mishabru is trying to do that, because he says to make a Tanai. So it sounds like you're talking and you're remembering this. The Mishabru says, theoretically, by Kiddush, somebody could have in mind, I might drink more. And if he had that in mind, if he gets to a but he could then drink... That's the Mishabru advises. Lemay say if you forgot to do a seba and you also forgot to have in mind what the Mishabru says, so then by Kais 1 you should not repeat it. It's near a Kemaisif. I do want to say that, we, that it's Kedai to study these four Lashinas of Gula. There's such an importance. There's such an importance of the Dalit Kaisis and not more. Because we want Dalit Lashinas of Gula, not five. There are four Lashinas of Gula. The tremendous importance of the Dalit Lashinas. We're worried that if you repeat one of the Kais with a Bracha, it's going to look like five Lashinas of Gula. We only want Dalit Lashinas of Gula. It will break that Zikaran of the Dalit Lashinas Shel Gula. So that's the rule. The rule is to... Um, 
the rule, that's the rule. So the rule is to, because of worry that it will look like Nehra Kemaisif, one, three, and four, because it will be Mechaiv and Nubracha, do not repeat. Christ two, which will not be Mechaiv and Nubracha, repeat. Svardim, who do not paskin like the Rav Yah at all, and anyway, don't have four brachas, they only make two. If you miss any one of the Dalit Kaisis, you absolutely have to, you're Chayiv to drink it again. Should you make a new bracha, the answer is by Kais one, a Svardi will make a new bracha, so he'll have three brachas at his seder. Kais two, he will not. Kais three and four, he'll make a new bracha by a Svardi Shagai. But so what? If he forgot a seba, he has to do it again by a seba. Kais one, three, and four, do it with a bracha. Kais two, do it without a bracha, but all four of them repeat, drink another Kais. That's Svard and Ashkenaz. Klarnatano? Ladies, I'm sorry. Why? By Kais one, he has to repeat because he didn't think he was going to drink anymore because you're not supposed to drink. Toiv, not to drink between the first two Kaisas. So if you forgot a Seba, you didn't have in mind to drink more. Ah, oh, now you need to do a Seba, make a new Bracha. So he makes a new Agafen and he drinks another Kais Beseba, Svardi. Kais three and four, you weren't going to drink anymore. Make a new bracha and a new eseba. Kais two, you had a suda between kais two and three. So you think, Stam, you're going to drink more. So just drink another kais without a bracha. That's a svarity. All four repeat. One, three, four with a new agafen. Two without a new agafen. An Ashkenazi fellow, one, three, four, go weiter. We don't want to make another agafen. We rely on the Rav Yadin who holds you never need eseba. So if you forgot, go forward. Kais two, drink another, lean and do eseba. Now, ladies are mechuyevas in the Dalit Kaisis. Even though Dalit Kaisis is a mitzah say shazman, it's a, I shouldn't say an say, it's the Rabbanan, even though it's man grama, ladies are chayiv in Dalit Kaisis. Now, they're chayiv in achilas matzah. Why are ladies chayiv in eating matzah? Matzah is also zman grama. Because as a hekish, it says, don't eat chametz, eat matzah. And Laisa says, whoever's in Baltoichel Chametz, or ladies in Baltoichel, this is Shava, is in the Kumasei of the Erev Toichlu Matzas. So a lady's Mukhuyevis absolutely in Matzah because of this Svara. The Dalit Kaisis, a lady's Mukhuyevis, because Afhena Yubaisanes. Since they were in the Nase of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, so ladies are absolutely Mukhuyevis in the Dalit Kaisis. They have an absolute obligation in the Dalit Kaisis. A lady should do it. People are in the kitchen and busy. A lady should do it in the same places that a man does the dalkas. A lady should do it. Till now we spoke, if a guy, and this is what I want to close with, the following svara. Let's say you forget to lean by matzah. So we just discussed the mitzvah of the Dalit Kaisis. Let's say somebody forgets to lean by matzah. We have a mitzvah daraisa be'erev toichlu matzahs. A mitzvah daraisa of eating matzah lela seder. Besides his daraisa to eat matzah, we have a drabanan of eseba. Let's say you forgot to do eseba, so you absolutely, the mechaber brings, it's a rush. If you forgot to do eseba by matzah, a person has to eat another kezayis of matzah, 
and lean. He forgot to do a seba. Now, even though Ashkenazim rely on the Ravya, Bidiyevid, here there's no reason to rely on the Ravya. Have another Kazayas. We only rely on the Ravya by the Dalit Kaisis because we're worried about Nira Kemais Valakaisis. So we don't want a new Bracha, a new Bere Priyagafen. By Matzah, no problem. By Matzah, obviously, don't make a new Amaitzi Lechem and Arts. You made Amaitzi. You had it in mind to eat more. You're going to have a Suda soon. So by Matzah, if you made a brach, Alachilas Matzah, and Amaitzi Lechem in Arts, and then a guy eats below a Seba, take another Kazayas, and absolutely lean. The Kasha of the Crazy, and I want to close with this Indian. The Kasha of the Crazy asks the following Kasha. The Crazy is written by Bionis and Ibschitz, and he asks the following Kasha. At our Seder, we're going to do a mitzvah daraisa, we're going to eat matzah. We're also going to do a mitzvah darabanan, we're going to eat marah. So we're going to do a mitzvah daraisa of matzah, a mitzvah darabanan of marah. And then we're going to have kairach. We're going to do the matzah and marah together. Now, the, the, the halacha is to try not to talk. It's not likuva, but to try and don't enforce this on your mama, your tata, your siblings. Just do it yourself. Try not to talk, la halacha, from after the bracha, lachilas matzah, to after kairach. Try not to talk. Now, you're allowed to talk about the kairach. You're allowed to talk about what you're doing. Don't get into other conversations. Zero. Because you want the real bracha l'chilas matzah, the spitz. The best way to do it is with a sandwich. When we have the base hamigdash, we're going to have a sandwich. Why don't we have a sandwich today? Why don't we do kairach? Make baruch atah Hashem l'chilas matzah and have a sandwich. Marar is only dairaisa when there's a carbon Pesach. The only source to marar in the Torah David is al matzah a pasuk to have marar with the carbon Pesach. So marar today is not dairaisa. The only source to have marar is with the carbon Pesach. Today we don't have a carbon Pesach. There's no chi of marar with dairaisa. Marar today is the rabbanon. Matzah besides the pasuk al matzah to have carbon Pesach with matzah marer is another pasuk be'erev toichlu matzah. Eat matzah lela seder. Matzah is another pasuk besides the carbon Pesach to eat matzah. So matzah bezman azeh is deraisa. Marer is derabanan. It's inappropriate to do a deraisa with the derabanan. It's a hefsik. You can't have a derabanan in your mouth when you're doing a deraisa. Since the matzah is a deraisa, the Mara is only a Durabanan. It's in, you're not allowed to chew bubblegum while you do a Daraisa. A Durabanan to a Daraisa is called a Dvar HaRishos. You can't have bubblegum in your mouth when you're doing a Daraisa. It's not a hefsik. So it's inappropriate to have Mara in your mouth when you do the Matzah. So we do the Matzah. Now, after I do the Matzah, I have a Chiyav Durabanan of Mara, and Matzah is only a Rishos. So I can't have Matzah with the Mara, so I do Mara alone. After I did my Daraisa Matzah, my Durabanan of Marer, I want to do it together, which Bizman Beis Hamigdash is the real way of doing it. And that's Kairach. I have Matzah and Marer the sandwich. So that's the order. That's why it's Taiv not to talk. After your Bracha, Lachilas Matzah, till after Kairach. If you're feeling sorry for yourself, that you have to 
keep quiet for so long. The sheet of the Urayim is not to talk till after the Afikaimen, which is at the end of the Suda. So you, fortunately, that would be a tremendous pegam and covered yantiv to keep that chumrah, or maybe for some it would be, so we don't keep that chumra, but at least till after Kairach, till after Kairach, it's better not to talk. Again, because you want the bracha on the optimal way of performing it, so we want to do it together as part of our kiyam mitzvah. That's the way it's done in the real. The optimal way is matzah mar together. Practically today we can, because matzah is the raisa, mar is the rabbanam. We do the raisa, the rabbanam, then together. Ask the crazy Abam Kasha. Ask Rabbi Yainis and Ibshitz, Haseba is a Pashto Sechi of the Rabbanon. So we said, the Mechaber says, that if a person forgets Matzah Be'aseba, it's that he was Yaitzah's the rice of Matzah, but he wasn't Yaitzah's the Rabbanon. He forgot Haseba. What should he do? Eat the Matzah again. Eat another Kazayas. Frek the crazy should go right to Kairach. The whole reason we don't do matzah and mara together is because matzah is the rice and mara is the rabbanan. Frek the crazy, if you forgot Haseba by matzah, so now your matzah, midaraisi uyaitzah, be'erif toichlu matzahs. All you have left is a chi of the rabbanan of Haseba. So now your matzah is downgraded to a rabbanan. So now eat the matzah with the, with the, with the mara. They're both the rabbanans. Do the optimal thing and go right to matzah with mara, yes, the crazy. Why does the Mechaber say if you forgot to do a Seba, the Kazayis of Matzah, do it again, Be'a Now you should run right to Kairach. Now you've gotten both on a level playing field. You did Matzah, Belia, Seba, so Medaraisi, Uyaitza, Matzah. So what's your Chi of Matzah yet? There's the Chi of the Rabbanon. So now your Matzah is the Rabbanon, your Mara is the Rabbanon, go right to your sandwich. What do you hold, Daniel? May, may you hear this, Kasha? Today, matzah is a chiyab daraisa, a Torah obligation to eat matzah. Marah is only a rabbinic obligation, because the only source in the Torah to eat marah is when there's a carbon Pesach. Al matzah sumrayim yechlu. So t- there's no carbon Pesach, no chiyab marah, marah is the So why don't we have them together? Because you're not allowed to have the rabbana in your mouth when you're doing with daraisa. So we do the Daraisa, then we do the Drabana Mara, then we do the optimal way, we have the sandwich. We've why got. Do we, why do we need Mara separate anyway? What? Why do we need Mara separate anyway? Well, I can't do it with the Mara. There's a Chiv Drabana Mara. Yes, why don't you just do that? Because then the matzah now, if I go to Kairach, the matzah is a Rishos and the Mara is a Chiv I can't chew bubblegum together with the Mara. Since I was Yaitza, my matzah, now the matzah's downgraded to a rishos. Hmm. So the matzah's less than the mara. I can't do it via rishos. Either way, it's a rishos. But does doing mara change that? You can't, with a deraisa, have it via With a drabanan, you can't have a deraisa ah. in your mouth. So once I was Yaitza, my matzah, now my mara's drabanan, the matzah's not a chiv. I can't have the matzah in my mouth. So I do matzah, mara, deraisa, drabanan. Now I'm on an equal playing field, I do both together. Like they're supposed to be, the matzah and mara together. Freck the crazy, if a guy forgets to do a sebilan, so now his matzah and the was yaitzah. He only has a chiv rabbanan, a seba to do matzah again. 
So why the Mechaber say, if you forget Matzah, Beseba, do the Matzah again, you should go right to Kairach. I love that. You like, <laughs> he said, brilliant. Daniel wants the Taino that, again, we ask the craziest kasha. If you forget Matzah, Beseba, so you were yaitzi a daraisa matzah. The daraisa says beref toichel matzah. Don't eat a seba. It's a dinder abanan to do a seba. So now you have a dinder abanan to eat with leaning, and you have a dinder abanan maror. So do it together. Both are abanan. They're level playing fields. So you should go right to kairach. That was the kasha, the crazy, the rabbinic snipes kasha. If you forget matzah be seba, what's the only thing you're missing in your matzah now? Leaning. So your matzah leaning is a chiv der abanan. So you're eating matzah now as darbana because you did it when you ate matzah without a seba you did your daraisa. What's the only thing left to be done is to eat matzah be seba chiv darabanan marah is darabanan so you should go right to kairach. That's the crazy's kasha. Instead of repeating matzah which the mechaber says to do, then do matzah then marah then kairach go right to kairach. Now they're on equal level playing fields. That was the crazy's kasha maskim. Says Daniel, if you did matzah be'aseh, if you did matzah be'aseba, now your new chiv aseba, the achila is not really a mitzvah of matzah. It's only a chetimsa to get aseba. So then the murder is a chiv drabban of achila, and the matzah is not really a chiv of achila. It's only a chetimsa to do aseba. So it's called the virus with the murder. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myrmakimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.